Genre. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where I know that face in Spider-Man <laughs> 3, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. And I'm Thomas Howarth. I know that face. <laughs> <laughs> I know that face. <laughs> Today we're talking about uh, Minute 27, which begins with Harry asking if his father died and ends with uh, Mary Jane uh, saying that uh, he, Peter and, and Harry seem great. And uh, yeah. Peter agrees. Yeah. So yeah. everything's yeah. coming up, Parker, in this minute. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh. Like, I kind of no wish... <laughs> I wish this scene just transitioned into, like, another raindrops keep falling on my head sequence. Only it's like... <laughs> only it's like... It's like Peter and Harry just doing fun best friends things together. Oh, my oh, God, yes. yes. Like, 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 like riding buddy, a tandem bicycle. <laughs> like riding They're a tandem bicycle. They're on swing sets next to each yeah. other eating ice cream. Like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the big uh, old grin on his face. Oh, man. <laughs> They're playing video games together in the corner. Like. It's like a Walmart scene where they're riding the bicycles. Right. Playing pranks on people and then high-fiving. Yeah. And then they like go, oop, and they have to run away because there's like an authority figure coming to get them. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They're playing pranks on Flash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Joey. (laughs) Joe back Uh, in the uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It seems like everything's great this this minute. We're, uh, We're doing all right, all things considered. Yeah. I like how they give us a, a time frame of, of his amnesia now. Mm. Like, kind of where it goes back to, like, my dad's dead, question mark. I don't know how he died? Okay, <laughs> that's convenient. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's really interesting because um, it's, like, I'm just trying to think about, like, what that would be like, you know? Like, uh-huh. just, like, waking up and the last thing you remember your world was one way and then you wake up and it's like your dad is dead and your friends are older and you're older and what is happening? Like, uh, like you have to realize again that he's dead. Like yeah. he's questioning right. it. He's like, right. It's like my dad, but then he died. Right. Oh. But then his reaction to it is sort of like, well then why was he so upset in Spider-Man two? Because it doesn't seem to be phasing him that much. Right. (laughs) It's, there's this thought that I have in my head that maybe the reason he does, or his memory goes back to right then is because he was so focused on Spider-Man at the moment of his accident that like everything Spider-Man related got like chopped Mm. Like every, every interaction, like between him and Spider-Man, got chopped up. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like the hair of the dog that bit you. That like, right? Uh, yeah. Because Spider-Man hit him in the head. All this <laughs> Spider-Man <Right>. stuff. <laughs> it would have been great if uh, if he goes. Uh, he's like, my dad. He's dead, right? And Peter's like, yes. He was the Green Goblin. He killed himself on his own glider. <laughs> <Just> like- <laughs> 
Tommy Gun Rick on this right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, no, it really uh, is crazy. Does everyone it's else crazy. know? No, but I knew. I knew. Yeah. And because uh, you it's told important me that you know now too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you told me, and now I'm telling you. Yeah, because uh, you you know you learned about it and you were de- devastated that your father. Yeah, we're actually in the middle of a remodel on his goblin layer. We we're going to turn it into like a like a jam room. Uh, we started a <laughs> band. Did you know that? <laughs> I don't know, Pete, but it feels right. <laughs> Whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> I'm just happy to see you. <laughs> just, just, just full on manipulating the situation to his benefit. Oh man, oh, it would be great. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Peter's not that type of clever. Uh, <laughs> no. Is he any type of clever? You know, he's good at science. Uh, is that clever or is that another thing? I feel like that's yeah, I another. Don't I, I don't know. I honestly clever. don't know if Peter Parker is. I mean, clever, this version of Peter Parker. Clever feels like street smarts to me. Yeah, I don't like, think he's clever. No, I, think I don't he's think he's just. Clever. He's really good at. Yeah, book smart. He's intelligent. Yeah. In yeah. D&D terms, not that, you know, no, I have please, any any please. knowledge of that, but, like, <laughs> but that would be more charisma-based, like his yeah. ability to just pull deception out of his pocket like that is all all charisma-based, yeah. whereas Peter has intelligence, high intelligence, and low charisma. This dude is rolling at disadvantage every time right? he tries to do <laughs> Definitely. anything clever involved. Um, yeah, Peter, bless his heart, uh, does not think on his feet quickly socially. He's more of a... I can build things, and I know the physics of the X, Y, Z thing. Uh, Which is funny, though, because mm-hmm. he's so quippy when he yeah. has the mask on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. I have to point out that from Harry's perspective, he is getting the same origin that Peter had in the first movie, where he's going to get out of the hospital bed, see himself in the mirror, and be like, whoa, damn, what oh, what, is? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> He just doesn't get to do the glasses bit. Yeah, you know, he doesn't get to do the glasses wild. bit. But he definitely yeah, that, gets to like flex in front of a mirror and uh, <laughs> be like, wow, that's big change. Um, yeah, yeah, we're never going to rectify the fact that like he has no memory and he has superpowers now. Right. <laughs> Is right. he what happens gonna... the first time he like slams a door or something and it shatters? <laughs> He's going to like... Yeah. Grab a door handle and like crumple it in his hand or something. Oh man, it's uh, it's it's pretty great. Now, I I will say the only thing that could that I think could help this uh this this Harry story, other than other than what I uh, mentioned in uh, yesterday's yesterday's episode about uh-huh. him uh, uh faking the whole amnesia thing and that it's all a ploy to manipulate Peter um mm-hmm. and uh, torture him uh emotionally um but other other than that uh if, if they're gonna do the amnesia thing i really wish that every time he saw someone he recognized he went i know that face Just <laughs> every single time like after he says it to mary jane the nurse comes in he's like i know that face <laughs> you were here five minutes ago <laughs> it truly is like the best line reading uh franco has up to this point yeah, the it's the yeah. second best line reading in the movie, I think. Right, uh, yeah. There's we'll one get that's, to the other that's one. literally an all-time cinematic classic uh, coming later <laughs> in the movie. But this is this is incredible <laughs> as well. It just She comes waltzing in, and it is 100% pure little kid energy. I know that face. I know you. Even like, like the, the uh, timbre of his voice goes all yeah. like pitchy. <laughs> 
Well, so well, and my, my 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 thing with that is, um, I think part of it, I think, uh, I think whoever said it, I think it was Thomas, uh, mm. is I, I think he's definitely drugged up. I think for sure, right? Um, mm. But then I also think the other part of it is that there is a family, there is a level of familiarity to what he says to Mary Jane that I think he still remembers that they're dating. Like mm-hmm. in his memory, I think they're still a couple. Because oh, okay. the brooding yeah. Harry started after like, the breakup. After the breakup, specifically when he sees uh, Harry and MJ in the hospital together when they're visiting Aunt May, like yeah. that's where brooding Harry begins. Um, right. Uh, you know the other Christopher Nolan film uh, in uh, <laughs> 2002, uh, <laughs> where brooding begins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> brooding, brooding begins. Um, <laughs> It's I I, I it, it's so it's interesting to me that like so I, I think that that's what's going on here is like he sees her and he's like oh my girlfriend but then it's it's fascinating that when he finds out that they're not dating anymore he doesn't like blow a fuse like he's yeah like super chill about it I mean I guess at this point life is so bizarre he's just right? like happy to see. Anybody. And he doesn't have yeah. the other fuel on the fire as well, though. Right. Like right. with the other scene, he's got the the Spider-Man stuff that he's angry about. And so having something else thrown onto his pile like really sets him off. Whereas here, he gets to just have the one thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's also a thing where, um, you know, I, I imagine that he would find out and be like, oh, that's. I mean, that really sucks. And then he would see himself in the mirror and be like, I mean, it's fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> I'll be okay. Uh, it's, look at them uh, guns. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, he was such a dork in that first movie. You know, we kept comparing him to D- Jay Baruchel in that first movie. Yeah. Um, he wasn't exactly a ladies' man. He was He was still, don't get me wrong, he was still James Franco. And he was still, uh-huh. like, you know, pretty pretty boy bandish hunky. Um, in that in that initial film and way more hunky than, you know, Harry Osborne is supposed to be in the comics. Right. But but he, he wasn't like a popular kid or something. At the no, he was just rich. And yeah. and he was, you know, kind of sniveling like in his relationship with Mary right. Jane. Um, and and so, you know, he can uh, he has the opportunity to be uh, a little more suave, question mark. I mean, this isn't. <laughs> We're not exactly seeing that here because everybody's all coming up, into but, suave in this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting uh, situation to uh, find yourself in. I wish, I wish if if the you know if the amnesia is going to be real, I wish we would have spent more time sort of playing with uh, his amnesia and like you know yeah. having having some fun and games with it like i think that that's why i really want that montage of peter and harry doing best friend stuff you know <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah but like, uh oh or maybe he finds out about the superpowers and then like he confides in peter about it oh god that would have been so good oh and right? peter like tries to convince him to like do good with it or something yeah. like make oh, him a good man. guy or or uh he tells him and then that's when he tells him that his dad was the green goblin and it was this whole thing and mm-hmm. so so it's actually peter being honest with harry that saves their friendship not uh the butler telling him that (laughs) (laughs) this is what happened Um, oh yeah plus then then peter if we're supposed to be playing around to the themes of uh forgiveness and peter learning that he's not always in the right but peter could feel guilty at that moment about having never told harry about his powers 
you know? Right. right. And then you yeah. could come clean about that as well. But we don't have time for it because we cut 25 pages out of the screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if what if all of that was in those 25 pages? Man, I, oh, wow. I, I want to read that script so bad. Um, yeah. yeah, there is a there is a 159 page version of this script, and it is the the version that everyone said uh, everyone who read it said was like basically a masterpiece. It was just way too expensive to make uh, oh. because it would have cost uh, what did they say like three three twenty or something yeah, like that. 320, yeah, three hundred twenty million dollars. Um, so they needed to cut like twenty five pages out of it just to make it affordable. And uh, and they did, and then this is what happened. We get this movie uh, because that stinks. You would think they'd have enough clout after the first two movies to to go with that, like to just say uh, no, yeah, because it's big, but let's do it. No, because uh, I you know you might not remember this because it seems weird historically, but Spider Man Two made about fifty million less than Spider Man. Ah, uh, so yeah. so it was actually uh, it, it was it was. Uh, not making it did not make as much money as the first one and so they weren't they did not have that clout like despite the critical acclaim that the second film got um it did not uh make the money that the first one did so yeah (laughs) yeah it still had enough clout to make this the most expensive movie in raw dollars ever made but yes quite 325 million but i'm i'm convinced that was i'm convinced that was avia rod being like you don't understand brazil loves venom it's gonna make so much money (laughs) you know what he was right he He was was right right. (laughs) ah he was right this this other than the venom movie itself this is still the highest uh the highest box office of any spider-man movie venom has the highest box office of any spider-man related movie and then this is second the most money if you put venom in a movie he was right like, he was right 100%. You have to give it to him. Like I don't like yep. that he was right, but he was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I strongly believe or remember the the Venom generation growing up like every storyline was tied to Venom Carnage and every mm-hmm. video game and Oh yeah. yeah. The oh, merchandise, yeah. like I just remember the the that white spider symbol on every Right. So yeah. much more popular for some oh, reason. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Hey, I had a Venom. I had a Venom shirt. I bought it at Suncoast Video. Hey, <laughs> in the nineties, uh, I saw so. I saw an old old style Venom shirt at a uh, Amoeba Records not too long ago uh, here in Los Angeles. They had they had the old style one with the white spider on it, right next to a new style one that just has the Venom face, the the oh. Tom Hardy Venom face on it. I was like, wow, right. that's. The new iconography. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> sure. they can't have the symbol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll see uh, you later. Yeah. Um, I like that uh, Mary Jane is, uh, you know, she's rushed over uh, and yeah. that, you know, she's she's excited to, to see uh, her friend as well. You know, like she was worried about him. Like, I just I like their little friendship unit they have. Like, I wish we would have seen more of like kind of like the three of them. The three you know? of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah seems it's only ever the like two of the group paired off doing a thing but yeah they have all known each other since well at uh. least since high school i don't know if uh peter I, I don't know if mj knew harry back when she met peter when they were kids yeah right. so you know that in the well harry was a new kid to the school if i'm not oh, mistaken that's right. right yes yes um yeah. like he was new like senior year cuz he'd got yeah, kicked he got out of kicked a bunch out of, of his schools other school. yeah there it is um, yeah. so so i wonder 
I wonder if, man, now I'm I'm really starting to put the threads together and realizing things about these other drafts, mm-hmm. um, about how the pieces were put together. So mm-hmm. in the draft that did not have Venom, in the treatment, I should say, because there was never a script that was written, but in the treatment that did not have Venom and it was uh, the vulture breaking out of prison with Sandman and getting mm-hmm. revenge on Spider-Man, I wonder if in that version which still had Gwen Stacy in it. I wonder if Harry was the one who dated Gwen Stacy. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe. In that draft. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. They, and that they had uh, Venom come in and, and fill the... Um, yeah. Well, Eddie Brock filled both roles, basically. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Because, man, Which I would, would make to sense Because we do know from the um, the commentaries, at least, that originally... Gwen was going to be the one at the very end of the movie uh, uh, in damsel mode. So. Right, right. Gwen was going to yeah. be the damsel in distress. Well, that was, but that was in that was in the Venom draft. That was not, in the Venom draft. Okay, that was yeah. In the, that then. was in the the 159 page Venom draft. Right. Um, right. Uh, that was not in the. Uh, I don't know what the ending of the of the vulture. The vulture was. Okay. Yeah, vulture treatment was. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, in the in the 159 page uh, version, the 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 epic version, uh, the Gwen, Gwen Stacy was the one that was in peril, and Mary Jane went to Harry's house after he got his face blown off to uh, tell him to go help Peter because he was dying. Um, yeah, and uh, and she's the one who convinces him to go. Um, but uh, obviously, when you cut 25 pages out of a script, you have to truncate some things. Yeah, right. simplifies and uh, and give rush. all of Mary Jane's all of Mary Jane's lines to the, the butler. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um. Oh, anyway, else, yeah. yeah. So I wonder. I wonder if he was the one that was dating Gwen Stacy because I I yeah. really quite like that. Honestly, that's kind of it's yeah. kind of cool. And, and to have more of the narrative be focused on their friendship, like the, these three and their friendship. yeah, right, yeah. That would have been that would have been cool. Um, hmm, interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you provoked a small silly thought. Do you think Peter was the one that got assigned to show him around the school? Oh, like when he showed probably. up, like, oh, probably because he's like a little overachiever dork. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he's a little teacher's pet doofus. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, it's it's like that scene in uh, in uh, Can't Hardly Wait. I, this is a very obscure reference. No, I'm um, loving it. No, that's great. In, that scene in Can't Hardly Wait when Jennifer Love Hewitt is like the new kid in school. Oh God, and, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Would anyone like to show her around?" And he Ethan, like trips over himself. And he, yeah, Ethan Embry like like his eyes go wide, and then he goes to raise his hand, but then he gets beat by Mike Dexter. And, yeah, uh, astronaut and in, Mike Dexter. Yeah, but in this case, the Ethan Embry would have been Flash Thompson and uh, Mike Dexter was Peter Parker because he's a nerd. Exactly. He's such a dork. Yeah. Did you guys ever get picked to uh, show new kids around the school when you guys no, were? No, I was never that popular. Uh, no one cared about me that much. I think I did. I think I did once. Yeah. I did in middle school, just not yeah. in high school. Yeah. That makes, well, you have a natural tour guide personality. Um, <laughs> Tell Universal that they fired me from being one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. But they want, they want like cheesy jokes and, and, and like more of like a, like a like a stand up comic performance then right yeah you're yeah. you're a little too earnest for them I think um, yeah I don't know if I could ever do like the Jungle Cruise narration or right. something like that right you know? like, right I'm you're you're much more 
like uh like no seriously this is this is what they shot here and no, that, that that's works. enough yeah. that's enough <laughs> like that, that's so cool that's enough <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to yeah. make jokes like don't you they, guys want to know this stuff yeah the information yeah, like, you're here to learn about this, right? Who, who yeah. wouldn't want to know this stuff? <laughs> yeah, I remember I, I told Scott this on a different uh, discussion, but yeah, I got in trouble for not like hyping up the Jaws portion of the Universal <laughs> Studio Tours thing enough because I'm like, oh. like it's not real, you guys. Like, I want to talk about <laughs> Bruce the Shark didn't work, and I can't like play around. <laughs> like, oh no, the barrels. Uh. I would get reprimanded for that, and uh, the like. Earth, there's like one you go into like a soundstage where there's like, an earthquake happening, and I, I didn't sell that enough. <laughs> It's funny hearing you say that. Like all I can think of is uh, Jennifer Aniston and the the flare, like that oh, no. that kind of boss conversation. Like you're just you're just not giving it your all. Yeah, no, it was uh, very much like you know you got to be more chipper. Yes, you're. I, I remember one of the critiques was uh, your information skills are well above average, Zach. You're getting in more. Um, uh, information about the the tour than anybody else, but you need to smile more, <laughs> <laughs> and you need to play along with the goofy bits. I was like, all right, I'll try. Um, why, 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 why do you think anyone would want, want to know that? Who wouldn't want to know? That? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> the electron microscope. You know, like I am so. <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, seriously, guys. Like, this is how they would. This is how uh, they would shoot the. Uh, but meanwhile, those other tour figure. guys were totally stealing your information, hundred percent. Oh God, yeah. Because yeah. w- when you train, you do the practice tours with like five of you in each car, basically. Yeah. So there's like the four people, and then one person is up doing the tour, and they're yeah. like, "No, they were all Harry Osborns, and you were the Peter Parker." For sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just just using that information to to you know do the equivalent of uh, hitting on Mary Jane. Mary Jane's exactly. the tour group. <laughs> Mary Jane is the tour group when you want to really, you know. Yeah. You're going to make their jokes number. so much easier to come by. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. So yeah. I, last thing I want to talk about is uh, this nurse who apparently no one told was not playing a masseuse. Um, <laughs> because I, I don't know if you guys that, have, have, you, have you guys ever gotten a massage before? Have you ever gotten like, a professional no. massage? Once? No, I don't know. Once, yeah. so they do this thing where they they speak in this very soothing voice, and they say, oh. "Okay, all right, well, uh, so if you just want to lay there, I'll come back in, and uh, we will begin." <laughs> um, or they'll be like, "And uh, the massage, it's over, and uh, thank you for coming, and uh, I hope you have a very <laughs> relaxing day." Like it's very. Very soft spoken and like, mm. ve- like, and exactly like, yoga like instructor voice. Yes, yeah. very much the way that that she like comes in. She's like, "Hey, I'm gonna need you guys to skedaddle, all right?" And you're like, "Oh <laughs> man!" Like you're just like, "All right." Like I'm sorry. Some, yeah, it's some like you guys. weird ASMR some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's um, Sonia Maddox, by the way. Is that actress? She's, Little too uh, soothing, Sonia. Little too. Yeah, soothing. yeah. <laughs> Bump it up a bit. I appreciate you what you're going for, but uh, yeah. come on. <laughs> I'm glad you confirmed that. I tried looking it up myself, and since she didn't have a picture, I wasn't positive. But yeah. Oh yeah, I did some. I did some digging, um, uh, some reverse image searches and whatnot to confirm. But yeah, that's Sonia Maddox. Um, she's an actor from Georgia. Uh, small TV parts here and there, like um, Malcolm in the Middle, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Diagnosis Murder. Has she ever played a masseuse? <laughs> no. Uh, I, or a yoga it, instructor. Interestingly, her latest Meditation. credit was 
on yeah. <laughs> was on a movie called uh, not a movie on a, a Parenthood that USA TV show with like uh, yeah everybody um it's not a usa a... tv show it's a abc show i think or nbc it? it's an nbc show okay well, parenthood? Then I, yeah then my stuff is wrong uh but yes uh, parenthood <laughs> the one that kristen bell's husband's on um yeah. she played a, a vice principal on that and oh. i like i cannot see her manner no applied in that no. kind of but you know maybe she's just like the most gentle vice principal in the world like yeah they needed i don't know yeah uh, Zach, I think it's amazing that you just referenced that Dak Shepard Dak Shepherd is uh, Kristen Bell's husband. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's his most notable for me. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. Guy, he married Veronica Mars, that guy. Uh, yeah. Apparently, he's very supportive. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. scrolling through here. A lot of her roles uh, don't have, like, uh, titles associated with them. They're just, like, names like Lois or Anita or, uh, you know. <laughs> Lois Afri- the Masseuse. Tamika, maybe all of them are masseuses. <laughs> Masseuse? Masseuse? Yeah. <laughs> She's been heavily typecasted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so much so they don't even name it in the show anymore. Just give her actual names. Yeah. yeah. Uh, has she ever played a hypnotist? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> hypnotist, masseuse, yoga instructor, uh, meditation yeah. scholar. I don't know. She played somebody named Pat. That feels like a like a masseuse name. Pat. Oh, she'd Pat. make an excellent doula too. Oh, oh yeah, doula. Oh, totally. Very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's good. Yeah. Honestly, the most surprising credit uh, was in uh, Team Knight Rider, which I guess was a TV series spinoff of Knight Rider. I don't know. In 1997, she played somebody named Minion Number Two. Minion number two, yes. the masseuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, minion number two is just there to provide mas- massages for all Massage the other for everybody else. Yeah, I guess that's your minion job. <laughs> oh, minion oh, number boy. two, specializing in hypnotism for sure. <laughs> that's it. That's the one. Love it. Um, she was a hypnot. She was a masseuse who would hypnotize people. Ah, uh, uh, yes, that's how they got. A hold of people for their nefarious plot. Guys, I think yeah. we just wrote our uh, team Knight Rider spec script. <laughs> God, that's what everybody wants to see in this town: is a team Knight Rider spec. That's gonna put. But you know what? There. If you wrote one, I feel like it might get attention. I feel right? like that people might read that. Yeah, yeah, because people would be like, "Wait, what? Everything is this? nostalgia now, right?" Yeah, <laughs> it's just weird enough that it might work. It's like that guy who wrote the Seinfeld spec. Uh, yeah, yeah. You have Hasselhoff now. be like the the Devin of of the new show. Yeah, sure. Why not? Just like update it for the new era, and it's all cyber now. Cyber. Oh, jeez. <laughs> cyber writer. Cyber writer. Um, anyway. Anyway. I don't. I, don't I will think say ha- she has a very very winning smile here, though. When when they've walked out of the room and she's yeah. looking at him, it's very soft and very warm smile. I mean, I you know I would love to hear her have a conversation with Mister Feeney, so I might look up that episode and see if that ever happens because that <laughs> oh, feels like goodness. it would be a very soothing conversation. Yeah, good to like <laughs> drift off to sleep to or something. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who yeah. don't know, Mister Feeney from Boy Meets World was the voice of uh, the Night Rider car Kit. Yes, Kit, Kit the car of the night. Who rides? Anyway, um, I didn't want to. Yeah. I don't want to keep people out of the loop if they didn't. Know okay, that. that was very generous. <laughs> I was with you, yeah. you but yeah, yeah, yeah I know. But we're we're older, <laughs> Thomas. We're <laughs> true. We're older than some of our listeners. We, I think we have high schoolers who listen to this. So okay, That's amazing. Uh, Got a the new generation. Uh, then again, they might not even know who Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World is. So <laughs> Oof, yeah, <laughs> that might be 
too too many too many generations removed. So I don't you've know. seen Mr. that Feeney show, Girl Meets, Meets World, World, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, her dad was in a show. <laughs> oh, man. And there was a character on that. Uh, anyway, yeah, P- Peter's just so happy and uh, just has a real everything's coming up Parker vibe to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Peter Parker can't lose. Um, You're right, Thomas. This is the smiles minute. It's just yes. all yeah. teeth all the time. Yeah, it's like teeth, teeth everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't work out well for for uh, Kristen Dunst here. Minute twenty seven, teeth everywhere, <laughs> teeth everywhere. But uh, I love. I also I love that bit where she uh, tells them that they got to go, and uh, Harry gets this look on his face like, "Oh, well, you're gonna be back again tomorrow, right?" <laughs> like, and is there a thought in Pete's head like, is he going to be the same tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, a is he bit. on a? Is he on a like a countdown for when when it's going to all explode in his face? Yeah, I, I'd say a little bit, but it seems like he's trying to accept this at face value because this right. is just such a great thing. It's uh, too good to be true. Yeah, he's missed his friend. Um, yeah. But I I also love that this scene leads to uh, one of my top five favorite moments in the whole movie uh later which is uh when harry is getting his uh getting his memories back and he remembers asking peter my father he's dead right and in his memory he remembers harry remembers peter going yeah like just like being really happy and stuff <laughs> happy about, about it. it yeah and that comes from he's combined these two memories from oh. him saying uh from him saying my dad's dead my dad's dead right and 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 peter uh, uh solemnly like nods a little but he's yeah. combined that to you're gonna come back tomorrow right and he goes yeah yeah great. <laughs> oh nice just this conflagration of memories to make yeah. it so horrible so, so uh. it's, my dad died right yeah yeah oh bad 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 oh my god it's one of my favorite things it give it gives me like a belly laugh every time <laughs> i have to rewind it and watch it multiple times yeah. it's so ridiculous yeah <laughs> Oh man. Anyway. Anyway. All right. I think that uh I think that about does it for this one. Sure. Um and uh but go uh check out our T public store if you want. You want some uh dueling genre merch or merch from other podcasts. It seems like it's just the podcast place now. Yeah. Uh, everybody has a podcast store on uh, T public. But you can go to duelinggenre.com slash merch and you can buy anything in our store or anyone else's store. Like you just go through our link, buy whatever you want in T public, and we'll get a little uh, cut of the profit out of uh, T public's pocket won't cost you anything but it'll uh it'll get us a little little little, allow us to wet our beak a little um so uh, lights on yeah 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 so go go uh, check that out see if there's some stuff you want to you want to buy from uh t public just go to duelinggenre.com slash merch and uh we'll be back tomorrow with minute 28 bye everybody bye bye